<laughs> the squirrel cannot wave <laughs> back to you. A squirrel. It posited a question. Everybody's got a mom. Validate my feelings. Sheltered. You guys being young millennials. Okay, boomer. Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast. So today is going to be an interesting episode uh, as we're all facing what a lot of people are facing right now. I'm currently staring at Brett and Deanna on a computer screen. Brett just somehow gave me a thumbs up. Um, Apparently it can be but, thumbs up and uh, clappy hands. Oh, clappy hands thanks. Right I appreciate it. So, so how is quarantined life for you guys? I don't hate it. I like being home. Introverts, man. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, like the, the quarantine stuff in and of itself is not bad, but it's figuring out work, figuring out food while my wife is also working, while my kids are doing the opposite of working um, <laughs> and they're going crazy in the entire house. Um, so the scheduling type stuff right now is just crazy, Yeah. but, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I like it. I like working from home. I appreciate not having to get up super early and like look any certain way. You know, I, I look like this when I go to the office sometimes, but I try not to, <laughs> but like this week it's just been super easy to just roll out of bed do a couple of things and then like start work. But then also it's been harder to turn off work when it's time yeah, yeah. because like, you know, it's just a matter of putting away the computer. So it kind of takes forever to finish. There's just a lot of ask, distractions and stuff. So it's, it's interesting. I was going to ask that. Have you guys like found it hard to actually work a full day's worth of work? Or I know for me, it's been, it has been the opposite. Like the first day we worked from home this week, uh, I was, like I forgot to take a lunch break because I just went and grabbed some food and ate and kept working on my computer. Uh, but ha- have you found it easier or harder to get work done? I found it easier just because it's I I don't have a lot of structure when I'm just home like on an off day. But I like that there's kind of like a okay for this hour I'm going to focus on these tasks and then take a ten minute break and walk around the house. You know, I think it's a little it's, bit of both because yeah. I mean. When I'm when I'm at the house, like I want to do things, like uh, throw things away, clean things up, mow the yard, play with the kids, you know, watch a, a show on TV, you know, stuff like that. So, you mean an episode lo- of TV? An episode <laughs> of TV, like you said. Um, there's just a lot going on, but at the same time, like I think because of that, I have to focus more, and I end up getting more done. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah, plus you kind of feel the pressure of like you want to prove you're working, so you got to make sure you get all your avenues. And <laughs> Brett's like, no. I don't, I don't feel like I have to prove any of that. No, so well, it's no, been it's been fun because Monday, so we worked half a day Monday at the office. I think did you end up working all day, Brett? No, you worked half a day no, too, right? But yeah, but uh, I'd already taken off that half a day, so That's now right. I'm like, like if everybody else only worked half a day, I'm just going to use their half a day as well. No, 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 I worked all we day. Worked. I was going to say, we worked all day, just half a day at the office. Okay. So anyway, Caitlin and I got home that night, and the only room in our house that we hadn't set up yet was our office. And so we worked for like the other half of the day from the living room, and then we got done working. She's like, let's set up the office. So we went and like took care of all that, and that's where I'm sitting right now, which I know people you actually can't. You actually but, got things done then. But yeah, and so uh, currently, 
although the audio quality might not sound as good as a regular podcast, I'm podcasting from a big giant beanbag in our office. So I would take this like that. What? As you can see, that didn't even make sense, dude. As you can see. And yes, I actually do have this is this is audio still, Jared. I I know, but I'm showing I'm showing you guys. So (laughs) and yes, I do still have I I do still have pants and a shirt on. Oh, ooh, ooh. That was awkward. <laughs> Let's not it ever was. do that again. <laughs> so, what are you? What are you guys with this extra time at home? What are you guys streaming, both visually and audibly? That was the weirdest way to ask the question, actually. But, um, so we got uh, quote unquote cable, really just streaming cable. Uh, finally, this past week, which worked out really well since we're all stuck at home. Did you go with YouTube TV? Yeah, went with YouTube TV. Now that sports are canceled, it doesn't matter. For real, for real. (laughs) But I've been streaming uh, Shark Tank. I've watched probably five episodes every day, which is bad because like I'll stay up, not going to bed. Yeah. And I've gotten close enough to a point where like somebody walks in, I'm like, ah, they're getting a deal, or (laughs) they're not getting a deal. So, yeah. Honestly, music wise, uh. You know, I made a new playlist for J Radio during all this time, uh, talking about fear and, you know, not fearing and trusting in God and that kind of stuff. So I haven't streamed much, though, because, I don't know, I've always been sitting in front of a TV, so just done a lot of that. Not much driving. Hmm. Yeah, um, I've been listening to a lot of Switchfoot. Um, I feel like their entire career has been building up to this moment um, (laughs) because like every song of theirs and every album has to deal with hope and love and encouragement. Um, It's like their anthem or something. Um, Yeah. You know, uh, but uh, where the light shines through uh, and uh, native tongue uh, and even basically everything. Yeah. And even like some of their old stuff. So uh, a lot of them, and then particular a particular album, uh, Citizens, has an album called Fear, uh, which uh, from start to finish tells the story of how, um, particularly the lead singer, Zach, how he struggles with fear and anxiety and stress and stuff like that, but yet how he relies on God and how God brings him through that. So uh, Citizens and their album Fear, uh, which I helped kickstart, uh, actually. Oh, wow, and, that's uh, cool. Um, but uh, it's a really good album. And alongside Switchfoot, um, both great musically and uh, timely in their lyrical message right now. So is, it, is, the, is the Citizens vinyl or streaming? Uh, both. So nice. It's both. Yeah, same with Switchfoot, actually. It's both. Really? Yeah. Nice. What about you, Dee? Um, I've been streaming music-wise lots of instrumental guitar. That helps me focus. And it's been really peaceful here at my house. Um, cause Cody, my husband has been working in a different room on his different student ministry projects. And he's been trying to coordinate some stuff with like helping kids get meals for school while yeah. school's out. Mm-hmm. So he's been working in a different room and I've just had kind of control of the living room. So I've been playing really peaceful music. I've been burning candles every day. Um, so lots of Phil Kagey, a little bit of Madison Cunningham, um, an artist called Bibio who's like a French guy who it's really good music it's just really mm-hmm. interesting guitar plus is it all instrumental no it, there's some there's some words okay. too but yeah. um really good stuff and then um i'm going to interject real quick um while you're talking about that um 
one of my old high school boys that I mentored introduced me to a, uh, an artist just last night from 1969 named Dave Bixby uh, that you need to check out. He, his okay. album is really like the name is weird called Ode to Quetzalcoatl. You know, that little like, like creature that's like a anteater raccoon looking yeah. panda bear from like um, Latino yeah. mythology or whatever. No, no, this is a real animal. Quetzalcoatl. Oh, it's a real animal. I thought that was yeah. a name of something from like a Latino civilization. No, no, you can look it up. Real animal. I did uh, not know that. So Ode to Quetzalcoatl or whatever like that, however you say it. But his name's Dave Bixby. Um, and he wrote it like three months after he joined this like Christian cult. But it's oh. very Nick Drake, um, Zach Winters kind of laid back acoustic type stuff. Yeah. It'd be perfect for your, your thing nice. right now. But yes, continue. I also, I just sent you this today, Brett. I found more music from my favorite one of my favorite bands, Fleet Foxes. Mm -hmm. I found like two albums worth of songs I've never heard. Uh oh. They are super good and they have like a more upbeat vibe, not quite as uh, solemn and folky or a little bit more like upbeat and pop. What was the, it's cool. What was the uh, comparison that you gave me? I said me? Jars of Clay slash Weezer vibes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, I mean, if you listen to it, I think you'll get that. Okay. Like, in succession it it makes a lot of sense i'll check it uh, out but uh, visually we've been streaming more disney plus uh we watched smart house from 1999 old school very interesting movie and then we watched we've been watching lots of lego masters on hulu which if you okay. guys haven't watched that it's amazing and brett i think you guys would love it but jared i think you you guys would enjoy it too just because it's like a really interesting concept so. Yeah, I don't have Hulu, so. Me either. Well, boo. If you have Fox, though, it's on Fox. I don't have regular TV. Hey, I do have Fox now. It comes on on Wednesdays, so you probably catch a rerun. But, Brett, if there's a way for you to watch any clips of it, like, it's worth watching. It's really cool. You showed me some. Did I? I, I think it's... No. I showed you that one lady who has the funny mm -hmm. facial expressions. Yes. But I think the it's actual funny. build is cool. I think it's funny that now that we're all stuck at home, that we're actually watching different stuff instead of the same stuff every week. Yeah. So. Well, you need something to kind of change up the routine at this point. That's like, right. Mm -hmm. There's you got to have some variety. I think everyone's kind of itching for that. If you're looking for more podcasts while you're stuck inside and you actually want to hear what it sounds like when Brett gets a little bit serious, then make sure you check out Hope Talk. It's a podcast that Brett and I do every month, and Hope Talk is available wherever you listen to podcasts. So this week, while we're all vegging out in our comfy clothes, we thought it would be interesting and appropriate to do a three-way versus of loungewear. So the versus this week, it is sweatshirts versus hoodies versus zip-up jackets. Weigh in, commence, guys. Commence. We so just, just out of curiosity, before before we do this, like, I've got jeans on. Do you guys have regular pants on or like sweatpants? Leggings. I have uh, um, like Adidas athletic pants. There's no way I'm putting on real pants this week. There's no way. I've done it every day. What a nerd! I have to okay. be in on this. Well, sorry. I know I derailed our verses, but I was just curious since you were How talking about. You? Loungewear. I don't have loungewear on. This is 
Do you even own loungewear, Jared? Yes, I do. I don't wear it though. Why? That's Why Kaylin always Kaylin always gets mad. She's like, "It's nine o'clock. Like, go change out of your jeans. Like, I, I just wear jeans until I go to bed." That's so, so. weird. Anyway, anyway, I'll start off. So I want to combine two of your options. Is that allowed? Is that allowed, Brett? Yes, mm. it's allowed. I don't yes, know. We'll, we'll take it. So uh, I have this jacket that zips up, but it's like a really thin jacket and it has a hood on it. And that would be what I picked. <laughs> <laughs> That's like making things up. I don't think those exist. Dude, it, uh, you've seen it before. You gave it to me, Brett. It's just Toby Max. <laughs> You're right. I did give it to you. Get out of your fancy McFuture pants. No, I've, I've, I think I have some of those too. I have like a, a Run Kid Run one and, and a Jars of Clay one, um, but I have no idea where they are. Um, but they're zip up. Basically, they're called zip up hoodies. Yeah. Okay, so technically, I still said hoodie then. Right. So, yes. really, is is zip up jacket even an option without a hood? Yeah. Yes. Okay. There are plenty. Like, but is anyone going to pick that one? No, I'm going with zip up zip up hoodie. Okay, so that's what you pick. Yeah, see, and I'm, I'm, I'm a hoodie person. So I have old hoodies from high school and college. Uh, they're just like, they're like a glove. They, they fit. They're perfect. They're broken in, you know. Um, often does your wife steal them? Funny enough, quite often. Um, <laughs> though, though she's now like switched over away from hoodies to regular sweatshirts. Interesting. So, hey, which, listen, back in, back in the day, that was a That's status, a big deal. Like, like when when I was in high school, if a girl wore your hoodie, it was like you're a thing. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. you were the yeah. That was a thing in middle school too. By the way, I, by the way, I hardly ever got to keep my hoodie because that was just so cool. Oh so, yeah. Whatever. I bet you were wearing the girls' hoodies, you little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a pretty pink. Can I have that? Oh my gosh. D, which side are you going to take on this one? I am a hundred percent always. Not always. I shouldn't say that's not so extreme. Very, very rarely will I wear anything but a sweatshirt. Like, I don't like hood things. I don't like zipper jackets. I am you not like America? <laughs> I'm a crew neck <laughs> sweatshirt person all day long. And, like, there's a bunch of brands that I follow on Instagram right now that, like, make really cool sweatshirts that have cool sayings on them and maybe, like, support uh, efforts to help refugees. And I'm just like, I want all the crew neck sweatshirts. I, they are kind of a thing for me. So they hate America. What? <laughs> and that's why they're taking the hoods off the sweatshirts. No, no. Hoods are bulky and annoying on sweatshirts. They hang on your back. Like you don't even, unless yeah. you need them, you don't even feel them. They're not there. Then you have like a weird hunchback just following you around everywhere. That's your husband. Get him out of this. <laughs> <laughs> not true. <laughs> Rude. Seriously though, is that more of a girl thing? Because I'm like... Not that guys can't wear those, but it seems like girls well, tend to like the hood. Here's what I think. Here's my theory. So hoodies typically have that weird pocket thing on the front that aren't really good That's not really weird. That's anything. the best part. That's my favorite part, but too. But that's typically, I would say, women's like not favorite part of their body, and it draws attention and like extra bulk right there. So like, I feel like girls are more like, I'd rather just have a sweatshirt and not like all these bulky pieces on me. That makes I feel sense. Like it's do the opposite, though. I feel like if it's there, hide. then if they're bulky already, it's going to be like, well, it's just bulky because of the pocket, even though they're. I don't know. It's just cool. like a more streamlined fit to have 
just a crew neck sweatshirt. It's just simple. I will say the last two, I would say the last two bands that I purchased stuff from, uh, Reliant K and Wilder Woods were crew neck shirts. It's just, really? so, but, that, but that was it's, because they didn't offer hoodies. It's more widely accepted. I would say, I don't know. I do if feel like a crew neck. I do feel like a crew neck is like almost like office ready. Yeah, Whereas it like is. a hoodie hoodie seems less office. office hoodie's ready. like casual Friday, but I do love my hoodies more. Yeah, we know. We know. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like during the fall, what I call hoodie weather, mm-hmm. hoodie and jeans weather. Put on a hoodie and jeans and like going to a bonfire. Mm-hmm. That's life. That's what life should be. Fall festival. Yes. You know, pumpkin patch. Totally. Yeah. Like I, I've never said, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to wear my crew neck sweaters. I <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> wouldn't say that anyway. Like I, to be honest, I don't think I own a crew neck sweater. No one calls it a sweater, you old man. It's a sweatshirt. Okay, what do you call it? It's a sweatshirt. Okay, I don't own a crew neck sweatshirt. First of all, no one, no, it's just a sweatshirt. No one's like, a crew neck sweatshirt. I think you have to, you have to differentiate now because it's a hoodie and well, a crew neck. Well, there's hoodie and then Both there's sweatshirt, sweatshirt material. There's a hoodie, which obviously The sweatshirt's implies, just the material. It's not the, the no, name of it anymore. No, sweatshirt is a cut. I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. But I disagree with you it, it is a hoodie sweatshirt, but I would say a sweatshirt, in my vocabulary at least, Sweatshirt means no hood, chronic. Like I said, I, I don't know either, but I disagree with you completely. Well, well, you're I'm entitled still, uh... to be your wrong opinion. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> come on. I, but, I still, I hey, still think the answer is the zip-up zip hoodie. Well, you well can we can it. at least unite in our not joining up with the idea of jackets. That's right. While you're stuck inside like we are, now is the perfect time to try J-Radio. You should check out jradio.com for lots of variety of music and music to focus to, music to dance to. You need to check it out at jradio.com. So with everyone stuck at home and us finding ways to occupy ourselves, we thought that we would kind of share I guess uh, our top three favorite movies, but also like the one movie that we despise more than anything that we want people to avoid and maybe burn if they ever run across. Oh, wow. Um, Is it that intense? Because I'm not sure I picked one. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, we're going to have to go back and... <laughs> well, then, yeah, we might... Here, we'll pause for 10 minutes while you guys go do that. <laughs> no, I, I have one. I yeah, say so um, top three favorites... Um, and then your absolute least favorite. And I think maybe we do like all three. So ladies first. Oh, start, start with just the, wait, we're just going to, we're going to knock all three out all at once. No, I think like, like all three, like of your favorite movies, like one person. And then we talk about that. Okay. Well. So, yeah. So I think ladies first, and then we can make fun of your top three favorite movies. Good luck. Cause they're pretty great. <clears throat> okay. My top oh, three. that one's so bad. I'm just kidding. It's okay, nerd. So my number one favorite movie of all time, and I will. I think I will always say this. I hope I will. Hold on, I can like, we guess? Yeah, you could guess. Nacho Libre? It's Nacho Libre, 100%. <laughs> that was obvious. Um, yeah. It's true. And Nacho Libre, it, I saw it late in the game. Okay, so this movie came out in, what, like the early 2000s or something like that? Right. 
and I didn't see it until 2014. Um, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Uh, just cause it's stupid and it doesn't take itself seriously, but it has a great story. Jack Black in that movie is my celebrity crush. <laughs> I just watched him in Jumanji last night. He's great. He's just, he's just a normal, hilarious dude. I just think he's it's the best. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Nacho Libre has a great redemptive storyline about, you know, he rises above what he, what he could, you know, just be like a normal friar. And then he becomes a wrestler and accomplishes something for the orphanage. It's the luchador. I love it. I lo- also, yeah. that's the reason Cody and I went out for the first time was because of Nacho Libre. That was and how. You, and the reason you got the job at uh, Partners Social Media. I got this job. Yeah. I mean, like, it's been a huge uh, launch for me in my career and my life. <laughs> and so, your love life. Thank yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Nacho Libre. Thank you, Jack Black. Who's so I, I would have. I would have guessed number one, but now two and three, I don't really have any clue where you're going. Wait, yes. Okay. So I have a lot of movies that I really like, but I tried to pick ones that kind of represented different genres that I like. So these are like my three favorite movies in different categories. So that was my favorite. Yeah. My favorite comedy. It's Nacho Libre. Um, my favorite sci-fi, which I thought was interesting, is called The Core. The Core, it has Hilary Swank in it. It has... Gosh, I'm trying to think who else is famous in that one. There's famous people, but I just don't know their names. But it, have you guys ever seen this movie or heard of it? No. It sounds familiar. Again, like either late 90s or very early 2000s. The premise is that um, the world stops turning. And so like electromagnetic pulses are thrown off and like the atmosphere gets all kind of messed up. So this team of scientists has to go drill through the center of the earth to restart the core of the earth to make it rotate again. It's I'm going to get first. I, f- I first watched this in physics class <laughs> in high school and I love it. I just, because it's almost like, just because it's a totally weird scenario that I hope would never happen, but they're kind of like astronauts, but they go, instead of going to space, they just go into the earth. I just, it's a really good yeah. movie. I recommend watching it. It's very What's thrilling. What's called again? The core. The core. The that core. makes sense. And then my third one is a kid's movie, and this is my favorite animated Pixar movie, and that's The Incredibles, just because that came out in, like, the golden age of my childhood yeah. and was such a different type of movie. That's the only one I will fight to the death for this. That's the only one that ever deserved a sequel because it's, it's a also super one of the, movie. Also one of the only Disney movies that has an entire family intact. Right, yeah, like a nuclear family. Yeah. That's also super able. I love it. I think it's so creative and fun, and I love the music. I love everything. I love The Incredibles. Good so, choice. I'm, yeah. I've, only seen, I've only seen that one out of your three. But, really? Uh, yeah, I got to watch Nacho Libre, and I yeah. apologize sincerely. I know <laughs> we can't be friends until I watch it, but, yep. uh, but yeah, and The Incredibles is a good one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, I'll go. Um, I did something similar. Uh, kind of spread them out a little bit. Um, and I'll start with the third one um, would be my kids movie, uh, which would be Sandlot. Um, Ooh, yeah, you know, one. just the whole you know, coming movie. of age, uh, summertime, the, the cast of characters, like each kid is like. Really unique. This, I, yeah. I, I'm not even stereotyped. They're just really unique, you know? Um, and then uh, 
you know, they've got just a, a simple thing that's blown out of proportion, which reminds me of my childhood, you know, right. where it's like something little, like losing a baseball over the fence becomes this huge adventure. Um, you know, yeah, by the end of it, there's this, you know, uh, when, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Sandlot, but when uh, the guy comes out, why don't you just knock on the door? I would have gotten the ball for you. I'm like, those are the type of things that, you know, as kids, we blow out of proportion and we right. make grander and scarier well, when like they the, really the movie, have easy answers. In the movie, like the dog is painted as such like a villain and like a gigantic yes, a monster. monster. Yeah. But then like when you see it in reality, it's just a dog. And it's yeah. so, so reflective of how kids think. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, you know, that's, that's one of my favorite movies. Um, number two uh, would be Shaun of the Dead. And Hot Fuzz. I'm combining those two movies into one movie because they basically are. Um, one has zombies. One has, you know, a corrupt town brought to Cult justice people. by a cop. Um, but uh, both those movies are just so similar. And uh, the guy who directed that movie actually also directed, um, like, uh, um, he, he wrote Ant-Man. Um, he oh. didn't direct it. He was directing Ant-Man and then he got pulled off that. Huh. Um, but he did, uh, why can't I think of, uh, the one that was based off the comic book? Um, something saves the world starts with an S. Uh, don't know. Cool story. Oh, I can't think of it. Yeah. Um, he did baby driver, like a bunch of these, he's got a really cool style to him, um, with quick cuts and edits and, uh, you know, he doesn't wait for you to get the jokes like the movie keeps rolling. Right. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> But both those, Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead, um, and Simon Pegg and Nick Frost uh, are just hilarious together in both those movies. Have you um, seen those, Jared? No. Oh, goodness. But They're I have seen good. Sandlot. Hey. Proud of you. Shaun so of the Dead and Hot Fuzz are both, they're both very bloody, but they're also they're very funny, funny and action-packed. Yeah. They're funny um, and bizarre, but it's good. And then my number one movie of all time, hits every single button of every movie and to me could be quite considered uh the ultimate movie um because it's drama it's comedy it's romance it's action it's chase it's everything that every movie should ever be no (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) funny enough i haven't seen that movie um but uh the princess bride like Ah. to me it's just the ultimate movie like that's so on brand for you (laughs) you can quote everything like from start to finish, you know, uh, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father, prepared to die, you know, or, uh, you know, as you wish, inconceivable. There's just so many quotes to that movie and it's the best movie ever made. And I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. I can appreciate a good quote of a movie. That's one reason I love Nacho Libre is because That's good. it comes up all the time. I say oh, just about every day, stretchy I don't want to get paid to lose. I want to win. Not that you yeah. talk about stretchy pants. And obviously, like, stretchy pants is my life right now, so. <laughs> All right, J-Rod, you're three. So man. I feel like I didn't uh, invest enough time coming up with my list here. <laughs> but I'm not much of a movie person. I did the same thing. I didn't rank mine one, two, three. I just listed three in different genres. Um, but anyway, I'll just jump in. Christmas movie, and this is my number one favorite movie of all time, Elf. Yes, um, that's, that's fair. I'll watch yeah, I'll watch that one like year round. Uh, and I don't Worth know. It. I think, yeah. And, and I think it's become for me like it's such a tradition mm-hmm. that that's just like, that means Christmas to me in a sense. Like that's like the kickoff to my Christmas celebration. So it's not just the actual movie, but just kind of the tradition surrounding it. And 
we usually make cookies and, and watch it and stuff. So the comedy anyway. is unmatched. Like yeah. it's, it's hilarious. It's, it's pure and honest and innocent comedy Yeah, you know, yeah. because of his position and his role. So that's why I think everybody has such a soft spot for it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my number one favorite. Uh, so I knew nobody would go this route. So I did my favorite musical. Um, <laughs> Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. I'm just kidding. Um, so the greatest showman, and this is huh. mostly, this is mostly Caitlin's fault. Um, now have either of you seen the movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. We own it. So, so the thing about it for me is it's actually good music, sing along music. Um, and the store, I like the storyline cause it's this guy who, you know, was poor and had to work his way up and like overcame him being poor. But then he got to the other end of the spectrum where he was like living the life and all that stuff and everything kind of fell apart. And so, uh, it, and you know, I'm not going to give away way too much of the movie if you haven't seen it, but it was a good storyline that showed both extremes and how that both extremes have downfalls to it. Um, and Hugh Jackman's a great actor. Yes, he is. It's singer. Uh, apparently. Jackman. And yep. yeah. Uh, and, and that's the thing. The music, the music's good. So I knew you guys probably wouldn't necessarily agree, but, uh, anyway, because hey, you speak your truth, like, dude, you speak your truth. Yeah, whatever. All right. I don't even know what category you'd consider this, but, uh, maybe, like, maybe like mystery style, but probably another one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's the movie that's made me think the most. And like, I had to sit there to figure it out. Uh, the village. Have you, no, have you guys seen the prestige? Yes. I haven't. I, I needed to watch okay. that one for a long time. It's a great, don't, I mean, you can't really say yeah. anything about it. I was going to say, I was going to say, I, that's all I'll say. The Prestige would be my third one. And, uh, and I will say I had to sit there and think about it after it got over before I figured out what actually happened. Yeah. Like I had to put all the pieces together. So mm. that's all I'll say about that one. That's uh, like, if you guys have a digital rental service, Deanna, you can check it out tonight. Okay, well, if you guys are going to make that recommendation, I think it's worth mentioning that everyone needs to watch Snowpiercer. And I, I will, I will talk about it. it all the time because I think about it weekly. I really do. Like, every time I see a train, every time I think about snow, every time, God, you guys need to watch Snowpiercer. I, I wish I'd put that on my list, honestly, because it's one of my favorite, like, thriller. Hey, well, movies. before you get too far into that then, because now you're, you've got four, Let's go ahead and do our, yes. our least favorite burn off the face of this planet. And Jared, you start. Yeah. Okay. So mine's actually a category. Sorry, I didn't follow the An rules. An entire category. So <laughs> I feel so bad after the conversation we had earlier, Brett. Hallmark Christmas movies. Uh, yes. <laughs> they got to go. And, yeah. and here's the reality of it. I will sit down and I'll watch them. That's the problem with them is like we all know what's going to happen. Yes. But somehow they still catch you, and then you sit there, and, and it ends, and you're like, no, I knew that was going to happen. Why did I sit here and waste an hour and a half? So that's why I say they got to go. It's covered in cheese, too. Like, it's not yes. just that you know it's going to happen. It's oh, it's extra mega cheesy. Yes. And the way things happen, like, you're like, that would never happen in real life. In real life, like, yeah. Ah. But, yeah, you can't stop. No. Yeah. It's a so, formula. Uh, so mine, uh, I, I tried to be specific as like my, cause we were saying it was like our least favorite movie. So like, this is a movie I would watch, but that I don't like. And I feel like horrible after I watch it, even though I sat through the whole entire thing. Um, and I've had this conversation with one of my old friends plenty of times. It's Brink. Um, the old <laughs> Disney movie Brink. Really? Like, I will sit there and I will watch it. And then I feel horrible about myself as soon as it's over. Cause I'm like, I that? should have watched like 
any other movie or, uh, you know, like, I don't know. It's just like, but I can't help but watch it when, when it's on. And I watch Brink and I'm like, oh yeah, Disney movies. I'm like, oh yeah, now I remember why I don't like this movie. So, <laughs> so Brink, that, that'd be mine. Hmm. So mine is kind of, it surprises me that I hate it. But then like once, if you've ever seen it, you don't, I think you'd understand why. I've, I hate the movie MacGruber. I turned it off before I even reached the end of it. Cause I was like, this is disgusting. It's not funny. It's trying way too hard. And I granted, I watched it in a very bad season of my life with somebody who is no longer in my life for very good reasons. So it's twinged by that experience, but the movie itself, like I would never I watch it. again. I would never recommend it to anybody. In fact, I would say like, just don't watch that movie. It's so, so bad. Funny story about that. I, I watched that in the movie theater because I'm a huge MacGyver fan. Right. Yeah. And MacGruber is playing off that. Um, like I almost walked out. It's like, unwatchable. Like it's not, it, it, the jokes are just too raunchy. And listen, I love a good movie that like is trying to be goofy and just like nonchalant. Yeah. I love Hot Rod. I mean, I love Napoleon Dynamite where there's like no point to this. It's just kind of dumb. But like, MacGruber just crosses every line, and I yeah. hate it. I hate it. It's so bad. Thank you guys for the recommendations during quarantine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We all have something to rent, watch, or uh, illegally download. Nope. Nope. We don't nope. do that. Rent watch. Nope. nope. Okay. We don't talk about that. <laughs> Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast.